0: Buddies.
1: i'm bell i'm <laughs> Fee. <laughs> today we will be
0: looking at the notebook which is such like um, it's like one of those movies that's been raved mm-hmm. about for years and years so stay tuned and hopefully um Hopefully you watched it along with us And you'll be able mm-hmm. to share your thoughts in the comments And yeah <laughs> There we go
1: Okay so do you want to do first impressions Or do you want to save them for later
0: I think we can do first
1: impressions So what did you think Belle
0: <laughs> I, um, So I've watched this movie before years ago And I it's interesting Because I have a different um, perspective on it now um, watching it now compared to when I watched it um, years ago. Yeah. So when I watched it the first time, I remember thinking, "Oh, this is a bit boring,"
1: mm-hmm.
0: and kind of like it was one of those movies I I didn't really pay much attention to. Yeah. But this time I was like, "Oh my gosh, it's such a sweet movie! It's so cute! It's um yeah, I just I loved it. I loved it, but." I was gonna rate it now, but we'll get to the rating. Yeah, we'll later, get to rating. I yeah, yeah, I. It's not a perfect movie, but I yeah. did enjoy it. Yeah, I I enjoyed it, and um, yeah, it's interesting that because I when I was watching, I was like, oh, I remember, I remember thinking, oh, it's too long, mm-hmm. it's so boring. So yeah, I just found that interesting how, you know, I saw it differently this time. But Fee, we shall hand over the mic to you. Um, what were your thoughts?
1: Yeah, so contrastingly to Belle's opinion, I would agree with you. Your the younger self, Belle's younger self, that it was a bit boring for me. <laughs> um, no, I mean all kidding aside, I think like in the beginning, I was like really it was really hard for me to pay attention because I was like, really, there's just something about this this movie that I didn't like. I don't know why. I think. In the beginning, it became a bit like real unrealistic, and I was like, "Okay, no, it'll pick, it'll probably yeah. pick up in the middle or whatever." Um, it didn't for me.
0: <laughs> I'm so disappointed, by the way, guys. Um,
1: yeah. Oh, sorry. I should it. mention this is the first time I've watched the Notebook, um, so yeah. might be that. Might be everybody's opinions like destroying this movie for me because everyone like mentions this is like the most like the best romance movie whatever um, but I I know I'm gonna get so much flack for this or whatever from people I really didn't like Ryan Gosling no, and say it. Say Rachel McAdams chemistry I, I don't know what it is I just mm-hmm. I don't know I, maybe it's because it's like over like popularized I guess in life or mm. in pop culture maybe that's why I was like i didn't really like see what everybody else saw um but we will get into that more um in Belle's section Mm -hmm. and then we will rate it um but Mm -hmm. yeah um just wanted to preface this by saying this is the first time i've watched this movie so don't kill Mm me Um, (laughs) um as always i'm gonna start off with the logistics of the movie. So I'm gonna start off with right. the synopsis, um and then just like the directors, whatever, blah blah blah. So here we go. Um so this is a synopsis that I found um on IMDB and it's written by somebody so it's very dramatized. Um so it says with almost religious devotion Duke, a kindly octogenarian inmate of a peaceful nursing home, reads daily a captivating story from the worn out pages of his leather bound notebook to a fellow Alzheimer's chicken woman. I just got that. The notebook. Oh my gosh. Um, no obviously I got it at the end of the movie but like now that I read it I'm like oh wait the Please. notebook um, oh that that was the notebook. notebook okay <laughs> um, to keep her company Duke recounts the fascinating love affair of the impecun- Duke-, Duke recounts the fascinating love affair of the impetuous but poetic country boy Noah and the affluent city girl Ali Unfolding, little by little, a lumber-scented southern summer romance between the trees of the late 1930s North Carolina, more and more the silver-haired patient finds herself immersed in the strangely alluring fairy tale of the young ardent lover's highs and lows, as if the silent manuscript possessed the unfathomable power to penetrate the opaque <laughs> The opaque clouds that shrewd her sad soul, but what does the future have in store for Ali and Noah? Are all summertime uh, iists No, doomed to fail. That doesn't make sense the last one the last one
0: um a bit much. I oh, yes. thought that was a what bit much
1: real like I don't even know what the word is,
0: yeah, yeah, too I think it was just too packed with
1: like way
0: too many words, t- words. um, yeah. yeah. Yeah, too fl- yeah too fluffy. That's the word. Yeah,
1: it fluff yeah fluffing it up, and it doesn't need fluffing it up. Um, mm. so obviously we know this movie was shot in two thousand four. Sorry, came out in two thousand four. Um, it was directed by uh, Nick Cassavetes, um, who also directed "She's So Lovely," mm. which was like a. I think it was a Sean Penn movie. I remember oh. this. was like in 1997. Um, uh, My Sister's Keeper, which has yes. um, Cameron Diaz and Abigail Breslin. Um, and apparently it was like, uh, it was influenced because of um, Cassavetes' daughter or something. One of his daughters had like, right. um, I think she yeah. underwent like a heart treatment or something. And it was basically influenced this movie um and the other woman which is one of my favorite rom-coms if you've ever watched it it's with cameron diaz um leslie mann and kate upton
0: oh the three women and um the guy it's from game of thrones yeah it comes on all the time mm. it comes on all the time and yeah it's so, it's so funny. funny leslie um i can't what's Leslie man saying? leslie yeah. mann
1: yeah, she's really she's, funny. She's so funny. She, she, yeah, and Nicki Minaj yeah, is in that movie, yeah. which is I just think is so funny. I know, which is so, <laughs> it's so funny though. She's like the secretary. <laughs> yeah, <isn't> exactly. <laughs> um uh, Kasowitz, uh, also is married to Heather Queenie, that's what it says, Walquist, who um appears mm. in like all of his films apparently. Um and she's in the notebook as Sarah. Um, the best friend and a second Duke actor. Oh, at yeah. The beginning. Um, to Ali, yeah. Um, and Cassavet's old, like, own mother, um, Gina Rollins, appears as the older, married Ali Hamilton Ca- Calhoun. Sorry. Mm. Um, the screenplay is by Jeremy uh, Levin, who also wrote My Sister's Keeper, The Time Traveler's Wife, which also has Rachel McAdams, um, in it, and I think many like uh, mm-hmm. other like. N- nick cassavette's movies as well um the story was uh written by mm. jan Sardi. um so the film grossed a total of 115 million dollars worldwide um 81 million dollars in canada and the united states and a combination of 34 million dollars in other countries it holds the high, the fifteenth highest. Oh, wow. Grossing romantic drama I can, film I can see of that. all
0: time. I know you can't see. Which is crazy. <laughs> um.
1: Oh, of I course. up, yeah. Mm. I. No, I, because obviously, like the way it's like kind of talked about. Of course, I I can see it. Um, okay. Um, as we know, it was based on the Notebook by Nicholas Sparks. So Nicholas Sparks. I'm not sure if you've read some no, of his I'm novels, not familiar Bell, with him. Um, or even the adapted uh, movies. I remember reading Safe Haven. That was a good one. Oh, I have I um, remember
0: it coming out years ago, but I never watched it.
1: Oh, you need to. Oh, he okay. like there are some movies that are really good. Like he has uh, the one with Miley Cyrus in it, The Last Song. That is a really good one.
0: Really? Okay, that's interesting. Yeah. Okay,
1: that's a really good one. I would watch it. Yeah. Like i would say i think i know people are gonna kill me but i would go for that movie rather than this one Mm. it's really like it's kind of heart-wrenchingly like beautiful and like is that and that's i know that's kind of vicious but that's the kind of movies that i'd like to watch like romance movies i like to watch um So it was on. It was made on a budget of twenty nine million dollars, and obviously the box office was one hundred sixteen point one million dollars, which is interesting because I thought it would always be higher than that for some reason. I don't know why. Um, And it was.
0: I mean, I get that because it's so raved about. So.
1: Yeah, I think so. I yeah, I would have Mm. expected it to be. I don't know. Um, I mean, it's not going to make Marvel movie Marvel money. Sorry. Um, but Nonetheless it was amazing um, It was distributed by New Line Cinema um, Which I think Does a lot of Nicholas Sparks Like adapted movies Because I, I think Last Song was also distributed By them I think so was Safe Haven uh. There's another There's another Nicholas Sparks book And it's called The Lucky One And it has Zac Efron in it And do you know what's really weird? What go? Ahead. I was
0: thinking of that movie. I've I've seen I watched that movie on a on a plane. Um, I watched that movie on a flight once, and I was actually thinking of that movie because I feel like it's, yeah. it's very underrated, and it's so it's so strange that it's you. It's so underrated. I was thinking of that, but yeah. Great minds think
1: alike. He has so many that have. <laughs> yes, they do. He has so many that like um have made it into movies. So we're gonna discuss one that's gonna come okay. up shortly is a walk to remember. Dear John, that was a good one. I would go for that. I don't yeah, Dear John, um the last song, The Longest Ride. I don't I haven't seen that. I've heard about the best of me and I've heard about so I've watched Safe Haven and I read Safe Haven when I was younger. Okay. Um it's okay. it's really good. Like yeah um, again, I would always be an advocate That the books are better yeah, Always. always um, But I think lucky one Yeah, of course The lucky one, I think I, yeah, as yeah. you said It was underrated Okay Moving on to the cast So we have Mr. Ryan Gosling As Noah Calhoun I don't think I need to Explain mm-hmm. who Ryan Gosling is I think everyone knows Um Uh yep um he's currently in gonna be in Netflix I don't know if you've oh. read this but he's currently gonna be in Netflix's like major motion picture it's like they're spending 200 million dollars really? on this movie oh wow and he and I think it's him and Chris Evans Aww. my favorite um who is we gonna be like Chris in, Evans. they're gonna be in the movie and stuff yeah. we all love Chris Evans um Rachel McAdams as Alison Ali Hamilton um, fun fact: she filmed Mean Girls in the same year. Wow, that's interesting. Yeah, the versatility of the of this actress. I love her in Mean Girls. Yeah. I think she's amazing in Mean Girls. Yeah. Um. Uh. James Garner as old Noah Calhoun. Um. also Duke. Um. Obviously known for The Great Escape, which was like in the 1960s. He's obviously a very um one of the old Hollywood heroes. Um mm. I know him from Eight Simple Rules if you've ever watched that. Um no, no I haven't. He used to be so it was him so Kelly Kuyoko was in it as well. Um I think I told you about this, but like basically it was about Eight Simple Rules for uh, for dating my teenage daughter and um he was like the grandpa on it and he came on after um the dad died basically in real life and on the show. Oh so they brought him on with david spade um who i also like is a really good comedian um and they brought him and they were just really funny um on that show um we obviously then we have gina rowlands who is the director nick Cassavet's mother as old ali calhoun um Prolific film actress from the seventies. Um, she has, I think, won an Academy Award for like Gloria and um, A Woman Under the Influence. I think that's one that I would remember or I've okay. heard about. Um, her
0: face looked familiar to me, but I can't remember where I've seen her.
1: She's in a lot of stuff. Uh, she's in a lot yeah. of uh, her son's movies, basically. Oh, um, okay. So I think we would have seen her. Yeah, but she. Yeah. yeah. She. I. I think. I think I remember seeing... Um, I, we watched A Woman Under the Influence in one of the modules that we did at uni. So I do... Oh, that's right. Okay. No. Um, uh, then we have Joan Allen as Al Hamilton. I don't know if you've ever watched The Crucible or if you were ever, you know, given to watch The Crucible, but we did in high school and she, she was Elizabeth Proctor in, in, in The Crucible and it was like a 1996 one, a version of it. Um, then yeah So she was in The Crucible And she's also in the Bourne movies um, The Bourne Ultimatums oh, right. I don't watch the Bourne movies No as I, can, I don't
0: Is that um As you can um, imagine Oh what's his name He always Matt Damon Yeah Matt Damon and um, oh, I always get Mark Wilbur Yes
1: they always yeah. they, I
0: feel like they look so alike
1: But yeah No everyone I think everyone Gets them confused at one point yeah. or the other um, then we have Mr. James Marsden mm-hmm. who was like one of my childhood crushes as uh, Lon Hammond Jr um, obviously I know him as Prince Charming in Enchanted um, oh but- gosh and yes Hairspray. he is he is Prince um, Charming I remember him from
0: 27 Dresses
1: yeah of course that's why yeah yeah Yeah. which is one of my favourite movies um but yeah, I used to love him uh, when I was younger. Um, still looks good. Um, yeah, he's been in a lot of things. Hairspray, Saved by the Bell, he was in. he's in X Men as well at one point. The mm-hmm. list goes on. Then we have Jamie Brown as Martha Shaw. Um, Sam Shepard as Frank Calhoun, who um, is also a notable like playwright. He was. Um, he passed away, I think about three or four years ago. Um, oh, how interesting. So, yeah, he he wrote a lot of plays. Also, I think he won a Pulitzer Prize for um, his most famous or notable play, which was called Buried Child. Um, also, he wrote a play called Unseen Child, which influenced the Rocky Horror Picture Show as John mm. Hamilton, um, he yeah. was yeah. the... Father of Ali, um, he was in Homeland, Three Law and Order. He was also in the other Mo- woman, but I can't remember him being in the other woman. Um, and he's also married to Cindy Lauper, who sang the famous song "Girls Just Wanna Have Fun." Um, can I just say something about this char- this de- this character, John Hamilton? I honestly thought his like, he was so weird. I don't know if you found this, but like, and also his mustache. I have like. It that, looks so fake. Yeah, that was, and yeah. he looked like their age. Look, it was. It
0: wasn't necessary. I I don't know why they did that. And I wish he played a bigger role.
1: I thought yeah. he was gonna hit her when she came home. Do you remember when she came home late at two a.m.? I literally oh, thought he was one of those yeah. per- like fathers, not like. Like he was so weird. Like he didn't even like. I, I I don't know, I think his his character was so weird, and like he literally looked like a thirty year old with a mustache, yeah. like I'm not even joking, like I know what you mean <laughs> with a seventeen year like it just didn't make sense, and also with like a seventeen year old daughter I don't know, he was like really weird the way he spoke, it just made me really uncomfortable,
0: yeah, and he smiled really strange, and yeah yeah, that mm yeah no I um, I was just going to say it was interesting that he was a lot more lenient about their relationship than her yeah. mum was like he was more like oh it's young love and her mum was like no she's going to get her heart broken and um, we need to base and then her mum proceeds to become an obstacle in yeah. the way of their love
1: um, honestly yeah. I thought he was going to like yeah. I thought he was like one of those abusive parents that was going to hit because he just gave that creepy yeah. vibe like he's so like smiley but then like once you enter the house, that's it. You're going to get smacked behind the scenes. Um, yeah. Anyways, moving on. Um, we have Kevin Connolly as Finn. Um, he, I don't know if you remember, but he was in, he's just not that into you. Um, he was one of the guys. You
0: know, I don't yeah. remember. He's just, I, I don't remember. I've seen it years ago and I, think I don't he's remember. He's the guy it.
1: that goes out with just Scarlett Johansson. I can't remember, but it might be him um he's also in, on um he's also on entourage um then here we have obviously as previously mentioned heather walkist um as sarah tuffington um who's the best friend um i don't know i don't know if you remember this character but um oba baba tunde as band leader who was on the fr- uh, fresh prince of bel-air He was in Material Girls, Dream Girls and he was in Friends. He was the guy that was like leading the band. Do you remember when um, they were like getting proposed? Um, Wait. Is this Monica and Chandler? uh, No, no, no. no. I'm talking about this movie. So the guy that was in the movie, in this movie.
0: Oh, yes 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 and he was leading he's in a lot of stuff he's in a lot of stuff, he's he's
1: lot lot of stuff, of stuff. but uh, yeah I think yeah. he was um, I remember him from Fresh Prince of Bella and then it said friends and I automatically remembered him do you know who he is he is the dance instructor that you know that teaches Joey that jazz musical and they're like
0: I don't remember him I remember that episode but I don't remember him the, uh, the actor,
1: um. So the next thing I'm going to touch on is costume design. Unlike the other movies, I finally had something to mm. talk about in terms of costume design. Um, the costume, uh, design was by Karen Wagner. Um, so in order to get the influence of this movie, Wagner visited New York City's Metropolitan Museum of Art. Um, which is one of my favorite museums mm. in the world. It's like, you, you just have you can like spend. The whole week in there if you wanted to. I love it. Like, they have such, like... It's basically the history of fashion and sometimes they have really cool exhibits going on. Right. I don't need to... I don't need to tell you about the Met. Everyone knows about the Met, anyways. Um, and she basically studied the effect that war had on the 1940s fashion um, for mm. the film. um, She's made a little comment and it basically says, one of the things I wanted to set very distinctly was the class distinction between Ali and Noah. Um, she and her mother probably have had their, so Wagner says about like Ali, Ali's costume um, and wardrobe. Um, she and her mother, um, played by Joan Allen, probably have their clothes custom made in New York. Um, still, as Wagner discovered um, on a fact-finding trip to NYC's Met Museum, um 40's Fashion didn't always equal glam because of the war effort. Nothing was flamboyant. Um it was a very businesslike time. Mm. Um and in addition to that, I would ask you, Belle, what was your favourite outfit of the movie? Oh my favourite outfit,
0: oh gosh. The scene that keeps popping to mind is when she um she goes to see him after seven years. When yeah she, um, and then she steps out and i just i don't know that i don't that outfit just stand, stood out to me i don't How you know do about the blue dress. dress i think it was like a a red dress oh okay i think it was it was, i think it was like a red suit skirt like a, a blazer yeah. and a skirt yeah oh yeah and then, yeah 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 i think that was A red hat yeah yeah i think that was the one that stood out to me the most
1: Um, I, I think I do like most of her, I don't like her early, like wardrobe, I think it's a bit weird. I do like her when she's like, in like, you know, when she's married, like engaged, sorry, I do like her wardrobe then. Um, but I, one of my favorites is also like the swimsuit one where she's like wearing the waist bottoms and then the little like thing with the headband. I love that. I wish I could pull that off. It's so cute. Um, uh, a little sad fact about the wardrobe is um, Kobe Bryant, who obviously passed away yes. last year, um, he purchased the blue iconic dress that Rachel McAdams wore for his wife on oh. Valentine's Day. Um, and it's like she... I think the, I think he bought the whole like, outfit. Um, and I think, obviously, Vanessa Bryant, I think she said it when she was giving his eulogy. Um, oh. And it was she was like he purchased this like blue dress from one of my favorite movies um and i think she has it in like a glass thing because i saw like there was an instagram basically goodness that's Um, so sweet that's so cute rest in peace keby bryant yeah and Gigi, and all the others that passed away in that incident um moving on swiftly um so i have like a few facts Not a lot this time. It's literally just like five or six. Mm. Um, So the film rights to Nicholas Sparks novels were acquired by New Nine Cinema in 1996, um, represented by producer Mark Johnson, um, who's an Oscar-winning actor, I think. And he's also... He's like the photographer in this movie. Um, uh, Jeremy Levin was hired to write this script, uh, which caught the attention of a very famous director... Mr. Steven Spielberg in 1998 so he would have probably made this movie Um, but he couldn't because of scheduling conflicts um, and he actually wanted to shoot it with Tom Cruise as Noah Calhoun. Um, A lot of Tom Cruise recasting because last week Mm -hmm. in uh, Footloose. uh, Footloose we also had like heard sorry that Tom Cruise was supposed to Play yeah. the lead character. So, wow. Um, thank you, Tom Cruise, for not playing those characters. Yeah, um, <laughs>
0: I, I don't think I would have liked it if he um, if he played the lead.
1: Moving on, Kasovitz wanted someone unknown and not handsome to portray Noah. <laughs> he therefore cast Ryan Gosling in the role, which I think is the funniest thing ever, because it's, it's so okay. not true. Yeah. Like exactly, it's like <laughs> and another unpopular opinion. I really don't like see the hype. Hi- like, yeah, I don't get I the hype. I think Ryan Gosling is really. I, I mean, I would say like he's obviously beautiful, la la. But I don't like. I don't know. I don't see the hype of uh, about Ryan Gosling. He's a nice looking man,
0: but I don't get. He's just like I don't know. He's just a normal looking man. I I don't think he's ugly. Yeah, but I, he's I he's normal.
1: He's not ugly. No, no, no. Of course. But I
0: don't get the hype. I don't know. It. There we go. I don't like you Each know how. Do you
1: in like 2012? Like mm-hmm. there were these memes that came mm-hmm. out and they're like, "Hey girl, mm-hmm. you." Better, I really don't understand. Yeah. Like there was like a big hype Anyways. about him,
0: which yeah, I don't get either.
1: Um, so yeah, so to prepare for the part, uh, Gosling uh, temporarily moved to Charleston. Um, South Carolina prior to filming during the two months he rode the Ashley River and made furniture Um, apparently he also made the table that's in the kitchen in some of the scenes or something um, which is interesting to know Um, we also could have not had Rachel McAdams as Ali as there was a nationwide search to find the right actress to to, to play Ali um, actresses who auditioned for the role included Jessica Beale, Wow. Okay. Britney Spears, oh, no, I don't see it. No. Ashley Judd, maybe. Mm. Reese Witherspoon, maybe. I think Reese Witherspoon would have been good. I'm not kidding. Uh, and then Rachel McAdams was ultimately cast. Um, McAdams also spent some time in Charleston before filming to familiarise herself with the surroundings Mm. Um, she took ballet and etiquette classes and she also had a dialect coach to learn the southern accent Um, okay so the next part is kind of funny Um, Ryan Gosling and Rachel McAdams did not get along at first (laughs) and Gosling tried to have McAdams replaced really Um,
0: ooh drama yep
1: Drama, but to improve their relationship between the leads, director Nick Cassavetes staged an intervention um, by bringing them into a room where they could air all the grievances they had with each other and work something out. They soon patched up their dif- they soon patched up their differences enough to become a real life couple for some time. I think we all know that um, they were like an iconic two thousands couple. I think up until like two thousand eight or something. That's what I remember. Um, but yeah, um, the notebook was filmed mostly on location in South Carolina in late two thousand two and early two thousand three, as well as the wintry battlefield just outside of Montreal, Quebec. Um, much of the film's plots takes place takes place in and around Seabrook, which is an actual town. Of South Carolina, um, the house uh, that Noah is seen fixing up is a private residence. As private residence at uh, Wadmalau Island, I don't know if I'm saying that right. South Carolina. Many of the scenes are set in Seabrook, um, filmed in the town of Mount Pleasant, um, a suburb of Charleston. Others were filmed in Charleston and Edisto Island. The lake scenes were filmed at Cypress Gardens. Um, with trained birds that were brought in from elsewhere and the nursing home scenes were filmed at Rice Hope Plantation. So yeah, that's um, kind of it. Um, In terms of the book and the movie differences, um, kind of scoured the web and all it really says is that the book goes into like more detail about their romance Um, certain scenes are obviously um, not like the rain scene or something that's not there of course Um, the book gives a deeper understanding of the characters, their feelings and emotions um, which would have kind of helped Um, it gives Mm -hmm. us a closer feel um, what they're going through at the same time the movie gives us Uh, next to perfect setting to the whole picture Um, and apparently the last scene where spoiler alert if you haven't watched it but where they both pass away um, in the book I think it's they are making love and then they pass away which is I don't understand how that's possible because they have arthritis, dementia and other health conditions Um, but it's (laughs)
0: Interesting.
1: But hey, that's romance. So there we Is go. Is it though? <laughs> I mean, do you know what i'm I think all need to people need to express themselves as well, so whatever mm. first double, hey, I'm not judging. <laughs> um that was it from me. And I'm gonna pass okay. over to the lovely Belle.
0: Okay, so I will jump into the soundtrack. So um, this movie had 15 songs on the soundtrack, and altogether it features uh, it features seven artists, um, namely Aaron Zygman, Billie Holiday, Duke Ellington, Benny Goodman and uh, Benny Goodman and his orchestra, mm-hmm. Glenn Miller and his orchestra, Rex Stewart and and um, his band called the Ellingtonians Ellingtonians and also we um we, it featured Jimmy Durant so um the majority of the songs were actually performed by Aaron Ziegman mm. and um he was actually a classically trained American composer from the 1960s and he um he worked on um so he is a classically trained American composer and he actually arranged the films um, on the movie, and he's actually worked with a lot of like notable movies, so he's done um The Company mm-hmm. Men, um The Proposal, um For Colored Girls, Sex in the C- Sex in the City, and Escape from Planet Earth. Yeah, mm. so he's done um quite a lot, and um yeah, quite yeah, abroad as well. <laughs> yeah, and he's also worked with like quite well known artists, so he's worked with um and co-written with Quincy jones christina aguilera phil collins um john legend dion Mm. warwick ray charles natalie cole aretha franklin tina turner and seal so yeah he's he seems to be extremely well known and sought after and um two of the songs were performed by benny goodman and his orchestra and um He Mm -hmm. is a, um, he's an American jazz clarinetist and um, he was the band Mm -hmm. leader um, of like this um, group um, that formed his orchestra and he actually um, used to Mm -hmm. be an artist in the 1930s um, and um, he was apparently known as the King of Swing and um, Mm. yeah, and apparently... A lot of swing music. Yeah, yeah, same and... Obviously, this movie is like very fitting because it was set in the forties. So, yeah, and um, yeah. yeah, he um he led one of the most popular jazz bands um back back then. So yeah, very interesting. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. I feel like with everything that we've looked at so far, they really went all out with the movie to like make it really grand. Yeah, and I think it paid off.
1: Very nineteen forties. Yes.
0: Yeah, definitely so that is it for the soundtrack now mm-hmm. for the script and the dissecting mm-hmm. and analysing of the movie um, we <laughs> we, um, so um, this was a romantic drama um, and the structure is basically um, it takes place in the form of um, storytelling which is um, it opens up with us meeting um, a character called Duke um, and he's in a, a nursing home, as we mentioned earlier. And he reads, yeah, um, he reads the story of Noah and Ellie to this woman, who, um, mm-hmm. oh, elderly woman who we meet as Natalie, uh, sorry, who we meet as Miss Hamilton. And yeah. um, it's basically um, flashbacks, which go between the past and the present day. Um, and in the end, of course, we learn that Duke is actually Noah, and he's been reading. The story of um, their love story to Ali, whose maiden name is, of course, Hamilton, so that's why that, yeah. that makes sense, but yeah. Um, and Noah is... How would you describe Noah Fee?
1: He's like... Um... Okay, this really bugged me. So you know in the first scene yeah. where she's like where he's like, go out with me. Yeah. And she's like, No. And he's like, no, you're gonna go out with me. I was like, excuse me, this is like harassment. Like, leave her alone. She means not. like it really pissed me off. And I'm like, it's the nineteen forties, it's fine. Like, you know, that was considered fine. Yeah. Um But he's like really intense like if I ever was like going out with someone like Noah I'd mm. be like scared <laughs> he's like way too intense like but the, the
0: thing he, is I just I mean, can't it's, it's interesting because I feel like that all sums up what I was gonna say which is like he's he's persistent but I guess that's like a boy thing because he's he's a 17 year old that's like a old. nice way of
1: saying he's just crazy
0: no but he's a 17 year old and he's like yeah, okay. oh he really wants this girl and he's like you know, will you go out with me? Go out but with
1: even when he's out like an me. adult, a full functioning adult, mm. like after seven years or whatever, yeah, they're like, he's still kind of crazy. Like, like the lengths that he goes to, and he's like, I'm not gonna move because this house will bring her to me. Like, which okay, I understand. Like that's really romantic, but also it's kind of like <laughs> scary. It's terrifying. I,
0: I mean, to be fair, to be, f- I feel like he was in a state of. Feeling very down, depressed, heartbroken, just rolled yeah, all rolled into one, and it just led to him getting a bit out of hand. Maybe I I don't know. I'd say he's um he's persistent. He is um he's a free spirit. He is a um he's charming, and then you've got um. Okay. <laughs> okay. You they, think he's charming? Let's put it there. Well, I think the movie was trying to portray him as charming. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) And um, on the other hand, you've got Ali, who is conservative. She comes from a um, very wealthy family. She's got aspirations to be a... Oh, what's she aspiring to be? No, she's um, she's, um, going off to college. Mm -hmm. And basically, this is a summer romance, by the way, if we hadn't mentioned. I can't remember if... No, I've them um, come up already, but um by the way, this is a summer romance, so they meet, and um, they they li- no one lives in Seabrook, and Rachel is visiting for the summer, and, and... that's how they <laughs> This is how much you love them. <laughs> uh... And Ali is visiting for the summer, and basically they meet and their romance blossoms from there. And um, the it's it's mostly set in Seabrook Island, Charleston, um, which she uh, move which she lives in, and Mm -hmm. we yeah. So it's mostly set in Seabrook Island, Charleston, and the nursing home, which is where Ali is as an older woman because she's um she has dementia. Yeah. And then also, um, of course, there's a twist which. I'm sure a lot of people will, will have figured out quite early in the movie, but there's a twist that um, the man that reads to Miss Hamilton is Noah, and you figure it out, and it's like, oh, how cute. He He basically lives in the nursing home so that he can read to her every morning.
1: Yeah, and,
0: That's cute. yeah, spend Yeah, spend a day with her. And um, one of the... Well, the main focuses um, of the movie or the main themes that came up were um, social class, because Noah is... Um from a working class I, I wouldn't say yeah working class family, <clears throat> and he lives with his dad and um he you sorry, you've also got Ali who is um basically polar you you basically in real life they would be polar opposites because mm. she's from a wealthy family and um they have a really grand house. So it's, yeah, you get that um, star, there's like the star-crossed lovers effect Mm -hmm. um, when you put like the difference in social class in there. And um, obviously, with star-crossed lovers comes obstacles, like Ali's mother, who um, we learned that she had a similar scenario when she was younger with a boy that she really loved, and she decided not to pursue that relationship and ended up marrying Ali's dad. So she's now an obstacle in their relationship because she doesn't want her daughter's life to um, basically go downhill. Mm -hmm. And then um, one of the other obstacles was um, her moving, deciding on going to university in New York, um, which obviously means that they will be separated after the summer romance. Mm -hmm. And... um, basically, because she decides to go to New York, um, they that's the cause of their the end of their relationship. yeah, and um, she moves away, obviously, and then um they meet after seven years again, and things get back on track. Mm-hmm. And um the other thing in the way is, of course, she gets engaged um after she's um finished university to a really lovely guy but her heart belongs to Noah. And I personally thought there was very good chemistry. Fida agrees, but um, I thought there was very good chemistry between them. I think out of all the movies, I thought they had the best chemistry.
1: Okay, <laughs> sure. But tell us what you think. I I don't think, I don't know. I think... For me, I think maybe it's because I watched the first time and stuff. I think the mm. chemistry was a bit overplayed by just people in general. Um, and that's why I had, like, really high expectations for it. So when I watched the movie, I was kind of not pleased with what I... What, like, happened and stuff. Um, I don't know. I think... I don't know why. I just don't, like... Like, I don't... Yeah, they do have chemistry, I think. But for me, it's not as strong as how everyone is like, oh my God, they have like the best chemistry kind of thing. Like, Mm -hmm. yeah, I don't know. It feels, I don't know. I think him, I think she and that Lon dude have more chemistry, Mm -hmm. um, which I've mentioned before, but yeah.
0: It's interesting you say that because there were a few people in the, um, a few of the critics that thought it was forced. And then you had other people that thought the chemistry was like amazing. So it's interesting because
1: um, which chemistry was forced
0: between Ali and Noah?
1: Yeah, I yeah. agree with that. I think.
0: And the final thing that I did want to comment on, which I thought was um, left, I thought we could have been like inserted into the movie. On mo- there were multiple yeah. occasions that this could have been brought up, but I wanted to learn more about his mum, Noah's mum, because. His dad is, is a single dad. Mm.
1: And
0: there were so many times yeah. where he could have been with, um, where um, Noah could have, in a scene with Ali, brought up his mom or something. So, yeah, I, I found it yeah. um, odd that it never came up and she never asked and it's just kind of glossed over.
1: I agree. I um, think, yeah. yeah, we don't know anything about his mum, which is interesting maybe. I don't know why, but, yeah. Yeah.
0: But- yeah there we go. and then, for the critical responses, a lot of them thought it was cliched. I agree, but it is a romance movie i agree. i mean I wouldn't expect anything yes yeah. um and then they thought that it had the typical tropes of a romantic movie um but what made what mm-hmm. they th- um people t- um tended to say was what made it unique was that it's a romantic movie being told. From the point of view of a man instead of a woman, which I was which I hadn't actually thought of. So I thought, oh yeah. That
1: is That's interesting,
0: true. yeah.
1: Yeah, that yeah. is true.
0: And then um you'll agree with this one, Fee. Some people thought it was boring <laughs> and
1: too long. <laughs> Someone said it was painful. I do think I agree with that. Technically it was a bit too long. It that was, it was too two long. hours. Yeah,
0: it was too long. It was
1: too like, why? I think, honestly, the movie should have ended probably half an hour earlier. Because, you know... Um, <laughs> I'm not trying to be mean, but you know... You know when she, like, go- like decides that who she wants to be yeah. with? And that's, like, that's the end scene. That's fine. That could have ended there, and then... But no, <laughs> her dec- mom has to come back. They decided and, to drag it on. Like, this whole bullshit. <laughs> exactly. Someone... Like, I think we would have been fine. Mm. Like, if only if there was like one scene with her mum, not dragging it out for like 15 right. minutes. You know yeah. what I mean? I was like, oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, sorry.
0: And a couple of people, um, a, a couple of the critics thought it was painful to watch.
1: Mm, it wasn't yeah, painful. I, I do. I, li- painful. I like the old people en- element yeah. like, of it where they grow old together. That was yeah. cute. But yeah. And I think the first bit was painful to watch I will agree I disagree but there we go Belle wants to throw something to me at, through this computer screen. you can't hear it on the podcast but I can see it in her eyes oh my goodness And uh, I mean one thing that they did
0: think was um, oh they th- okay so they thought it was too sappy mm-hmm. um, but they did think um, the leads well a lot of them thought um, they there were good picks, um, Rachel McAdams and Ryan Gosling were good picks to play the romantic leads which, <laughs> feedbacks to differ
1: <laughs> I think as actors I like them I, th- I again I think mm. it's the chemistry feels forced maybe it's forced or like <laughs> maybe I don't see it but,
0: um, but I don't uh, know if you saw this Vietnam, when you were doing your research but um, in 2015 they actually reported that they wanted to make make it into a tv series yeah i saw that i think yeah. yeah um but the the whole courtship um and how the relationship develops when she does choose noah but um yeah i, don't I, I guess it's at a standstill at
1: the moment but i think that's what the book does i'm if i'm not wrong i haven't read the book but what from what mm. i've done like through my research that's what it says that the book goes into detail about their relationship after like after they get Mm -hmm, together so mm -hmm. I think um I I don't know whether it would sell right now if to be very honest with you I don't know if it would do well in the the current climate like with the TV shows that we have right now Mm. um I don't know I don't think well Wonder Vision but I haven't watched Wonder. Vision. It's so is... interesting
0: that you say that because that that sort came to my mind. Because when I saw the advert for Wonder and Vision, I was like, Oh, okay. I I don't I don't know. I I just didn't think it would get the reaction that it has. But I mean, a lot of people seem to like it from what I've. Seen. I mean,
1: I'm generalizing here. I haven't watched it. Marvel fans, please mm. don't come after me. I haven't <laughs> watched it yet, but everyone does say it's like really good. Um, I want to yeah. watch the Falcon and Winter Soldier because I love Anthony Mackie. And I love Sebastian Stan. So, speaking of men, <laughs> um, how are men portrayed? I in this thought
0: movie men were about? portrayed really well. What do you think in this movie? But um, because I'm just thinking, I'm um, the key characters that come mm-hmm. to mind are Noah, of course, um, her dad, and also his dad, and his um. Mm-hmm. Oh, there was one more character that came to mind not the friend another male co- oh um the friend L- lon lon is that his name her fiance yeah lon so those three mm-hmm. yeah. Oh, mouthful yeah but <laughs> lon Hammond junior but um those three came to mind um noah her dad his dad and well for his dad and also lon yeah. and i thought i really liked that we saw um not I not that I like that he cried, but I, um I like the fact that they showed quite a vulnerable side to him and the fact that his Yeah, to Noah. And the Noah. fact that, you know, we saw him crying yeah. multiple times and we saw a side to him you know, the part where mm-hmm. he writes a letter to her every single day for for, for the whole year and you see Yeah Yeah
1: that no. will never <laughs> happened anymore. <laughs> that never happens. I'm sorry. There well, are no men that exist like that. Never say never. Never say never.
0: <laughs> She's shaking her head.
1: I would love a letter. Do you know what? I would re. I would save letters. I don't think I've. G- I've gotten cards. Letters? Have you ever gotten oh, letters? when
0: I was younger. Not. No. Not. An- no. I think text <laughs> Texting is as far as it goes now. <laughs> Yeah, I like the vulnerability that they showed. um, They showed with Noah, and they didn't. It's interesting because I don't think they focus as much on her vulnerability, which I feel like most movies tend to focus on the woman kind of being so heartbroken and really yearning for the man. But I feel like this time they did a lot with him and showing you know his his heart, you know his heart feeling so heartbroken and him going into some Mm -hmm. kind of depression and. I thought it was interesting that they really died, uh, you know, really went for that, and I also liked that his dad, the dads, um, the dads I found interesting because obviously um, this is a a book that's or a movie that's portraying men in the Mm nineteen forties. So what I found interesting was that their dads weren't opposed Mm -hmm. to their relationship because normally you'd see like the patriarchal figure you'd see like her dad you know saying something like oh you're gonna ruin your life for following after this boy but it's actually her dad who's like obviously a wealthy man and you'd think he'd oppose but he's like oh they're in love mm-hmm. they're just young mm-hmm. and he's for it and it's actually her mum yeah. that's against it and also his dad is like really accepting of her and he's he doesn't like tell noah oh you know she's too good for you or cuz you know you know that typical movie where the guys you know whoever's in the like the working class family their family or friends try to discourage yeah. them because they're like oh she's you know she's going to she's going to college she's going to mm-hmm. leave you behind this isn't going to last but yeah. they don't do that which i really liked instead his dad actually mm-hmm. encourages him her dad is for the relationship and also lon i liked because when he finds out that she's in love with someone else, he gracefully yeah, lets her go. He doesn't, go and beat him he doesn't up. like. He's not like. Yeah, and he doesn't yeah. like insult her. He doesn't like attack her. He doesn't attack. Noah He he gracefully I'd lets her, her go. Yeah. So I liked the. Yeah, I liked mm-hmm. how men were portrayed.
1: I think I would say the yeah. same thing. And what about Euphy? I think what I would just add on is probably we see every different type of man. Right. Uh, yeah, what that's... I mean by that is we see like. That's Noah's dad Who's yeah. like sensitive And is caring Which normally I don't think In a 40s set movie mm-hmm. You'd see that You'd see a very oppressive Not oppressive right. But like a very um, Troubled father I guess Like Yeah Especially if you're coming From a working class Like Who's not and he's as optimistic a single optimistic. father as well Yeah exactly As a single father And he's yeah. not as optimistic About his son And like mm-hmm. uh, You know It could have gone In a very negative Like spiral But it hasn't Um yeah and yeah like you said about her dad like well i thought he was literally gonna be an abusive father like when he came when she came late like i felt like he would have hit her or like he would have been like very strict and stuff but in fact it's like the mum who does that um Mm -hmm. uh even like about what you said about the friend bit like yeah so when i don't know if you remember this, but when um, Ali goes to Finn and when she's leaving, and she's like, yeah. "Tell him I love him," tell him I love him. Yeah. Part of me was like, "I bet he's not gonna say that because he's seen his." I friend. thought that. Yeah, exactly. I, I, was thought like, I bet that. he's not I gonna tell his- him.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I did think that.
1: Um, so I I thought that as well, and I was like, "I bet like he's not gonna say anything," but the fact that he did, and then obviously like he was writing letters and stuff. Um, I do like Noah as a character. I think like especially the older Noah is like obviously like mm. such a sweetheart and like um, like just proves that their love is so long lasting and like yeah, um, withstands everything um, it's just so it's cute like I do advocate like I do love the story I think it's just for me it was just the chemistry or like that was off putting and like I didn't really mm. see what everybody was raving about but I like in everything else I love the characters I the I think I love is his name Frank. Is that uh, her dad? Noah's dad. Noah's dad. Noah's dad. I
0: think oh, it's God, Frank I Calhoun.
1: Remember. I think it is Frank. Okay. Um, but I really love his character. Like even, um, even when they f- when he first meets like Ali, like I love that scene. That scene is so realistic because mm-hmm. yeah. like normally in movies it's like really awkward when you meet the parents, but honestly it's like. It's literally, like, that scene. Like, the parents are so, like, nice and, like, we'll make a joke. And yeah. it was so realistic, even though it was, like, a 40s movie. Like, but that's why I really liked about that scene. Yeah. Um. And I love him as a character, and I just think he's so supportive. And, yeah, I think, I think then we see different types of men, but, like, the men aren't as... Yeah, the men, as you said, are quite gracious and, like, aren't, like like how we've seen in the other movies they aren't as like oppressive Mm -hmm. or like not oppressive but like you know what I mean like stereotypically um, powerful or whatever like trying um, to assert
0: their um, assert assert, yeah being very assertive yeah
1: yeah the women aren't as affected by patriarchy in this movie no. as you would have expected. No, I agree. For a 1940s movie. Um well, I mean obviously we have the whole thing about the class. I think lo- the whole thing about she needs to marry Lon because she'll have the money. Like that's yeah. it. I think that's the extent of how much she needs a man mm-hmm. or um but they don't it's it, the movie doesn't delve into that. It really just delves into like the romance of it and like yeah. the yearning and all of that lovely stuff mm. um, which brings us to talking about the females in this movie and the relationships that they have I think there are only like three female characters that I can think of mm-hmm. same no, same, no. Yeah. as in female characters that have relationships with them. yeah so I think three so I would say the um, the um, Ali's mother and mm. her and then the best friend yeah yeah that's, and and would, yeah
0: that's what came to mind for me as well yeah. So
1: what what do you think about their relationship, Belle?
0: Um her relationship with her mum, obviously, that was very strained and that's yeah. that's no um that's no secret. Um mhm. I mean, in the end we find out that her mum thought she was doing you know, the the fact that she was standing in the way of their love, she thought she was doing it for their benefit. But Yeah. I just think, um, overall it was a very toxic relationship because mm. her mum her, her mum basically wants her mum does have good intentions you know she wants the best for her she wants her to marry like a, a wealthy man who's in like the same social class but she's not really taken into consideration what her daughter wants and mm-hmm. um, she goes to the extent of hiding all the letters that he wrote and there's a scene where yeah. she actually says to her mum once she discovers that her mom hid the letters she says to her you saw me crying for months and you just like you just didn't say anything and I think that's a very like if we look at it in like real life that's such a sad thing to know that someone knew how hurt you were and still just like you literally could have said one word or a sentence and yeah. like shown me the letters like yeah so i i just thought it was just a toxic relationship
1: mm-hmm. and um
0: sure. but we do have a positive relationship with her best friend at the beginning yeah but um i wish she'd been been in it a bit more because she only appears in the beginning and we don't really see much mm-hmm. of her um throughout the rest of the movie but um we see her trying to set up we see Ali's best friend trying to set up her relationship with Noah so yeah mm-hmm. she was um, yeah that was a good relationship I like that
1: yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Over I think you. I agree as well mm. yeah I think yeah the female relationship in this is toxic as well because of the mother I think mm-hmm. um, but I like that thing like where she's like make the right decision like let her go like 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 let's her be free. Yeah, in the end that's another theme in the in the movie. Um uh and like at the I think well obviously at the end everything works out. Um but yeah like I would just I think I you put it bang on, like do you see if you when you've seen your own daughter like suffer and like why would you not want to put an end to that? But then there's also this coming from a maternal point of view where um, she thought that like this person would have brought her down and mm-hmm. like um, she wants obviously her daughter to have a good life and sustain that um, but again obviously like you can't like obviously it's not him. her choice to make yeah it's not her choice to make mm. yeah exactly um, but yeah I think I think you put it very well so I would just have to piggyback back on that yeah and agree with you yeah um, so to the final part of our Episode, We're going to rate this movie out uh, of five, as we normally do. Um, so, Belle. I'm sensing that
0: first? we'll have very...
1: We'll be at <laughs> ve- very different <laughs> ends <laughs> of the <laughs> spectrum.
0: I've, guys, I think this is the first time we've been so, like... We've had so many Polar differences in, opi- yeah, in yeah. opinions when, when it comes to like movies. But um, I'd give it a four... <laughs> to explain. <laughs> I mean I would give it a four because it's mm-hmm. not your it's it is cliched but it's still not your typical romance movie. It's got you know it's got a bit of a twist, it's got the um I also like the um adding in the older version of Noah and mm-hmm. um and Ali and Ali and not because they could have just stuck with Ryan Gosling's character and Rachel McAdams and just stuck to the summer romance but I liked how they dipped yeah. in and out of like the present day and the past and yeah I like that it's not your typical romance um, exactly, I yeah. also liked the I like the storyline it's cheesy but I liked mm. it yeah so yeah. yeah for all those reasons I yeah I'd give it a 4 <laughs> Fee's like <laughs> on the wow, other hand a minus
1: 1 <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I'm going to give it my honest one I think I'm going to give it over 1.5 Are you serious? Um, I think I am serious I'm judging, I tried to, you. I'm judging you I was right going to give it a 2 but I was like That's too generous Because I've given better <laughs> movies too. Um I think I'm going to give it a 1.5 People okay. are going to stone me but it's okay Whatever Um reason why i'm gonna give it a 1.5 because i did like the story as Belle said Mm. i'm a sucker for nicholas spark i love his books even though they're so cheesy it's the cheese Mm -hmm. that you need Mm -hmm. um i love the whole like yearning for love blah, blah blah um i love the old like anything with old people sets me off so like i just cry yeah um so i love the whole like older part of their love story like he reads to her and she's like He's like she's my sweetheart. Mm-hmm. They also I think captured like dementia very well. Um Yeah. As as an illness and like it wasn't just like, oh, she has dementia. This is what it is. It was yeah. like it went into kind of specifics about it. Um I think yeah, I think that's about it. Like the story and yeah, the older part of the Movie, <laughs> bow is not happy at no
0: all. no no i just wanted to ha- um i wanted to ask a follow-up question i
1: mm-hmm. wanted to ask um
0: what do you think you deducted points for like what do you think was lacking or didn't work very the well chemistry.
1: <laughs> oh, yeah. oh gosh, yeah of course <laughs> the chemistry okay like yeah okay first of all i would say the chemistry i think is a bit too like but not, like, so many points. Probably, like, one point for the chemistry. Mm. Um other point, it was too- way too long. It really didn't need to be that long. Um, it was, in parts, not realistic. And also, sometimes I found, like, Rachel McAdams' character to be so annoying. Like, mm. when she hits him and stuff, and I was like... Yeah, I was like... Why um, are you doing yeah, that? Yeah, I agree. It's so crazy. Like, yeah. I don't... Ag- I don't... Well, obviously, I don't agree with that. But, like, it just... Seemed so unnecessary and it made yeah. her seem so crazy and yeah. it's like I think I'm just gonna stick with that I think the chemistry and then it was just way too long sorry it just it was way too long than it needed to be I think that's where it lost and even the beginning part the beginning scenes okay I'm gonna deduct points for that the digi- the beginning scene when they and meet and you, found, you
0: found it boring as well didn't you yeah well, at, at points
1: it yeah. was so stupid the way he like climbed onto the thing and like was like, I'm gonna kill myself if oh, you don't say yes. And I was like, you're the, such a on the ride. Sp-. It's like you're yeah. such a little boy, of course. Anyways, let's not get into that. <laughs> but that's the thing, that's what I was saying. That it's a boy in him. It's like the
0: boyish thing of like trying to get the girl to go out with him. He's like I'm
1: yeah, gonna let go but if like, you don't say it. But that's so like unrealistic. You don't say yes. I don't know if I think it's because mm. obviously it's like we are now in a society where like obviously that's like deemed now it's like harassment and what but i I just like it just was like so such a cheap kind of thing like trick if that makes sense mm-hmm. like he would just still mm-hmm. go on and i i didn't understand it and like um boo i know people are gonna people are gonna like <laughs> boo me i'm gonna get booed in the comments and everything um but yeah so saws everyone I yeah. did not like okay. it I'm not gonna I'm not a fan okay. I think do you know what actually what I'm actually gonna deduct points about is people's over stimulation about this movie like people just raves, right. rave about it so much overly hyping it up over hyping mm. it that it kills someone's first viewing like this was my first time I watched this movie I've always also avoided watching this movie so I'm glad we did it like on the podcast mm. otherwise I wouldn't have watched it Um, there we go that's my very long ramble but there we go. That's, okay. Those are my no, fair enough. Bell wants to kill me. <laughs> <laughs> She's no, holding her fair mic, mic as a weapon. <laughs> <laughs>
0: no, I think I think we just have to agree to disagree. Um, but yeah, guys, it'll be interesting to know what you guys think um, because obviously, Fee and I are so divided on it. Um,
1: are you a Fee us- or are you a Bell? <laughs>
0: Let us know your thoughts and give us, you know, your reasons why, you know, your pros and cons. And um, yeah, I think if we've come Ryan to the O's end O's of this O's episode. Rachel
1: McAdams, don't listen to this podcast. <laughs> 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 like they would, like they ever would. Oh
0: my goodness. But um, yeah, no, um, we're glad um, you tuned in today and mm-hmm. we hope you enjoyed it okay, so for the next episode we're looking at Raise Your Voice with Hilary Duff guys, watch it along with us let us know your thoughts once again and, yeah you can
1: cool. yeah, that's it um, mm. you can find us at FlickTalkPod on Instagram and Twitter um, we also have an email address set up, so if you want to send us any opinions anything, questions no death threats um, <laughs> um, anything you can send us at flicktalkpodcast the number one at gmail.com and with that ladies and gents we will see you next week and we bid you adieu
0: adieu Bye-bye. I don't know the rest of it goodbye, mm-hmm.
1: Anyway. Mm-hmm.
0: goodbye, goodbye. guys thank you for tuning in
1: Bye. Take care
0: and stay safe. Bye.
1: Bye. <laughs>